Good morning. This is Dr. Natalie Sharp, and you are tuning in to another devotional for the morning breeze. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that you will take this time and reconnect with your Lord and Savior, and that you will get your right footing to start the day off well. Here we go with the scripture. Today's scripture is taken from Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11 to 17, and it reads, Again I saw that under the sun the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge, but time and chance happen to them all. For man does not know his time, like fish that are taken in an evil net, and like birds that are caught in a snare. So the children of men are snared at an evil time, when it suddenly falls upon them. I have also seen this example of wisdom under the sun, and it seems great to me. There was a little city with few men in it, and a great king came against it and besieged it, building great siege works against it. But there was found in it a poor, wise man, and he, by his wisdom, delivered the city. Yet no one remembered that poor man. But I say that wisdom is better than might, though the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are not heard. The words of the wise heard in quiet are better than the shouting of a ruler amongst fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. But one sinner destroys much good. As I saw the finish lane on the racetrack today, I was reminded of the word of the Lord. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but to those who endure to the end. We oftentimes quote this Christian phrase without even realizing the context in which it was written. The writer of the passage of the scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 was actually emphasizing an uncertainty in life. This uncertainty was time and chance. These are the issues in life that often gets us messed up. Even though we serve a God who knows and understands the full facets of time and faith, we have much more limited scopes. This oftentimes creates a certain dynamic of struggle in our lives, especially those of us who would fall into the control freak category. Plain and simple, we like to know what's going on at all times, even though we may realize that it's just not a possibility. God made it to be that way, and even though we may not understand why, It is better for us to humble ourselves and trust that God knows this very fact and is more than able to accomplish His word, even with our uncertainties. Even though the former is true, I am also glad that this scripture didn't just end with the ambiguity of time and chance as another clamoring thought of this life's present troubles. It also brings a solution to the problem. For example... When the small city was sieged, this was just another unfortunate example of time and chance. 
However, we serve a God who uses the unfortunate situations in our lives to demonstrate how powerful, mighty, and glorious He is. In this passage, it explains that even though the small city was sieged by a great and mighty king, this small city had a wise old man. It seems like time and chance did not just present itself for the little city, but also for the king. Because when we cannot control what happens and when things happen in our lives, God still gives us a divine advantage. This advantage is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God will empower you to overcome the most daunting and disturbing calamities of your life. It will give you the ability to understand what appropriate actions should be taken in each situation. When you operate in wisdom, it will befuddle your enemies, straight up confuse them, and cause you to advance with skill and precision, which will eventually bring you to victory. This is how the wise man helped the small city to be delivered from the mighty king. The foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. What a mighty God we serve. Today, let us stay in complete honesty that we will trust God, even when we don't understand his timing. Let us hold on to his promise and stand on his wisdom and truth in full confidence of his beautiful character and unconditional love. For he knows the thoughts he thinks towards us. I don't know about you, but I am glad that they are of good and they're not of evil. I hope you enjoyed your breakfast today. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you this morning. We thank you for life and hope. We thank you, O God, for the unforeseen advantage that you have given us as your children. Your word says that wisdom is the principal thing. And wisdom is our asset that we oftentimes forget to use. But Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will interrupt our plans, interrupt our decisions, interrupt our perspective, and apply wisdom to each and every one of our actions. Father, we pray for a level of understanding that can only come from you. That, Father God, that we will not just apply earthly knowledge, O God, but we will apply a wisdom and a divine knowledge that will help us to advance in situations that seem impossible. We know that we cannot stop or change the times nor seasons. And that that is an order in which you have ordained from the beginning of time. So, Father, we pray that we will hearken unto your word and your voice. That, Father, we will not walk in our own way and our own precepts. But, Lord, we will yield to your word. We will yield to your will. We will yield to your desires, God. 
in our daily lives, when we are coming across issues with our children, when we're coming across issues in our marriages and relationships, that, Father, we will apply your wisdom and understanding to each situation that may come our way. And we know and trust that, God, that this wisdom that you give to us will be transformational. Father, even as this book is about the restoration of your people, Father, we know that without wisdom, we cannot be restored. Without wisdom, the knowledge that it takes to rebuild, oh, Father, is not there. So we surrender ourselves once again to you. And we say, Lord, give us wisdom. We are like Solomon today, seeking for your wisdom above all. For if we have wisdom, oh God, there is nothing that we cannot accomplish. There is nothing that we cannot attain. There is nothing, oh God, that we cannot overcome. Give us your wisdom. And we thank you for this precious gift. And we pray that the wisdom that you give us will not only just be for our benefits, but it will be for the communities in which we live, the places in which we work, the places in which we study, the churches in which we worship in. Father, help us to be an asset to our communities and those around us. Help us to be a blessing to those, O oh Father, who also need a touch of glory from wisdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we promise to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' name, join me in saying, Amen. I thank you so much for joining me today. Once again, this is Dr. Natalie E. Sharp, and I have had a wonderful moment in devotion with you, and I pray that you have too. If you have been blessed by these devotionals, do me a favor and share this with your friends, your families, your colleagues, everyone that you can. Also, get the book, Morning Breeze Restoration. It is 50 days devotional guide and seven impactful prayers that will transform your life. I love you so much with the love of God. Have a great day and enjoy your breakfast. Bye.